I tell them all the time, all the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She said she got the answers. I still ain't figured this out. She said he got the cues. I still ain't figured this out, man. And welcome to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kill C. Ray. Guys, uh, welcome back. PlatformCollection.com is where you'll find us. Remember, if you're listening to this, um, you can always go over to IGTV at Platform Collection or PlatformCollection.com. Go to our YouTube and you can watch um, the the live version recorded. It's, I mean, it's dope. Uh, thank you guys so much for the support. Everything's been going amazing. Um, guys, support the artists we support. Go there now. Share their music. It's how we're building this community. And thank you guys for the ones who are doing that. Today I got an amazing guest. Um, he's back again. He's uh he's currently putting out some fire into the world. Um my G, Viva Mescal is in the house, dude. So welcome, what up, brother. What up? Yo, What's welcome up, man? back, how man. You doing? Good, dude. Good so to be back. I want to jump into it right away, dude. We haven't talked since the pandemic and all that shit hit. Um, man, there was so much yep. going on. Do you, what was happening with you? Like what was about to happen? What was happening to you? I think it was like around March 12th. If I remember correctly, it was March 12th. They shut down Cali. What was, what was, right. what was on your plate at that time? Um, damn. I mean, it feels like so long ago. It's funny. Yeah. Right? Um, but I had tours lined up with Noah James. We we're going to do like a Southwest type tour. Yeah. We're looking for like June, July. We we're planning it for that time. Um, I was working on projects too and all the stuff with EOTR. We were kind of just trying to keep the momentum we had from the year, you know, ending of the year. And I had just done a show in January with Val the Wander at the Paramount. We sold that shit out. Yes. Uh, 400 people strong. Yes. So like the live shows were just looking so like, so good at the time i was like man it's, it's such a trip now to be to be right here where everything shut down you know but yeah yeah we had i had i had all that in my plate and funny because the day they announced the shutdown i was like microdosing on mushrooms and <laughs> yeah. like i had this like clarity that day like i know this is gonna happen i know it's gonna be shut down and i know we're gonna be out of commission as oh, far wow. as the live shows and stuff for like a while it wasn't yeah. like I, 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 I was, some people were like, nah, it'll be all right. You know, some people really thought by this time, September, we'd be a hundred percent kind of yeah. back open, you know, like yeah. the most optimistic views, you know, but I kind of had a feeling, man. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I feel like shit's about to just get shut down. And that's why I closed the studio. I closed the studio within two days of the announcement. We were oh, out here, wow. packed up, closed up and just kind of had to play it like that. At did, that moment. did it. Did it, um, like you, you said you had like that moment of clarity. Cause I mean, I've been asking everybody about that too. Like what, what did you think that it was going to be, um, as serious as it was? Why did you have like a, an inkling for thinking about that? Like, why did you think like, oh man, this might be bigger than, cause even at that time, remember on the news, people, they seem confused. Like they didn't even seem like they yeah. knew if it was going to be gone in a week or why did you feel that? I think just following like San Francisco shut their shit down. Yep. Um, other big cities shut it down and like it is big money. These are people with millions and millions of dollars making these decisions. Yeah. And I was like, if they're banking on it, 
you know, what, what's to say that the little bar down the street's going to stay open or these things are going to be as accessible. I'm like, man, if these big companies are kind of making these moves and preparing, then some like us on the little side should kind of take heed to that because they're not doing it. You know, like when they say Vegas odds, you know, and they're yes. like, Vegas don't, yes. you know, Vegas don't like to lose. I felt like that's kind of how it was with the, the early signs, you know, and I even saw it like February, just kind of following it. Like you never know. And I was traveling in January a lot. Uh-huh. And so you hear about this coronavirus and, you know, at the time everyone was playing it off. Like, ah, oh, it's another SARS. It's another Ebola. Like it's just what the news pumps up. And you know, and, and naturally you're like, all right, the, the boy who cried wolf, yeah, you know, fucking yeah. Uh, complex. Like, can only hear it so much. So, but I was keeping track because I had gone to Puerto Rico in January and kind of been doing a lot of traveling. So, I was a little keen to it. Eh? Like, be careful. Don't, yeah, yeah. You know, don't go to the wrong place or necessarily uh, be so close to people. You know, yeah. people could be coughing, people could be spreading stuff. So I was already kind of thinking like that because you weren't even because you didn't you weren't just taking in like the American view of it. You were able to see like how other countries. And the vibe, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. How it hit China, man. Shut them down. I'm like, man, China's China is like cutthroat with their money. Like they would rather let people die in a way than than really shut stuff down. But that yeah. wasn't gonna work either. They had to shut it down. So it's like if they had to, what's gonna make it think that we can get away with it? And so that's really just that basic rationale. Gotcha. I see it's almost like the dominoes falling. It's like, you know what? Let's close up the studio. Let's just everyone kind of bunker down and 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 uh, ride out this storm, you know, and we're still we're still very much in it. Yeah. So okay. So um, that's happening. Yeah. And I remember, dude. You got you were it was gearing up. You were having some big events. Like it was it was really gearing up. Um, you are definitely not one of those artists that I thought the pandemic would get rid of. You know what I mean? Like that's not because that has happened. Unfortunately, that has happened. There's definitely artists right. that are not here anymore because. Um, a lot of them relied on the live, just the live part, right? And they didn't, might not have had the other pieces to put together with it. And that's tough. But when that whole market drops out, and if you depended on that, of course, it's going to hurt. Um, but you, right. you, you've never just depended on one thing, like, right? You've, you've been into making shit. Your videos are pretty much mini films. You're, you're on that side of the camera as well. Like, you're, you're doing a lot of different things. When you saw this coming down, once the, the air started to clear a little bit and you knew like, okay, we might be in this for a while. We're getting some procedures down. I know your business mind probably started going, working overtime. Did you start? Cause were you correct me? Or, I, I remember this. Were you guys, did you guys do a drive drive in one? Did yeah, you guys yeah, do a drive in drive-in show? How, drive-in how was show. that? How was that? I've heard, I've heard a bunch of stuff about those things. How was it? That, I mean, it was dope. We, yeah. we were able to sell, the 10 parking spots. So we did yeah. it by 10 parking spots. We charged 50 bucks a parking spot. So that yep. was cool. And then people could bring three, four people in the car as they feel free. And did you like it performing wise? It was cool. It was different because they're so far away. It was uh, just dope to do something, you know? Yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and it was so early in it that there was like a stigma and also a, a like a, Whoa, how is this going to turn out? Yeah. Um, and, but it was actually really cool and really, really uh i think we pulled it off you know I, the only thing that stopped me from doing it more is that i wasn't able to get a bigger spot so those kind of like Damn, yeah we, yeah, we yeah did those 10 spots and people wanted more and so since then i've kind of been stuck on getting a bigger spot but i i moved away from the live or, or doing the driving stuff uh-huh. just because i'm like 
I want to drop more content right now than actually do live because of that restriction. Like, gotcha. It's not as this. You just don't get that same experience. Yeah. Unless did any, did anybody like there. honk horns or anything like that? Did like not nah, like some people got out of their car a little and like okay. like danced and everything, but and and bought merch and stuff. Uh, That's dope. Well, that was really cool and everything. Some people didn't get out of the car at all. They stood in there. Yeah. Like I said, it was still early in the shutdown. I think people have a little more fatigue nowadays to listen yeah. to the rules. Yeah, and yeah, a little yeah. more loose with it. That's um, a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah it, it's hard, man. It, you know, you can only hear it so many times. You know, and how has it and, been around, um, around you there, like in in LA, and like how's it? What's the general feel from your observation? Like, are people are were they with it? Are they like, are people mad? Um, or like, what's what's going on? I think people have gone through their phases. I can I can say I I've gone through mine the same yeah. way. You know, and here being in LA, it feels like it's just more intense. For Everything sure. is like uh it looks like it's more intense I don't know. than the outside it, looking in. Yeah, like the media and, and the way people view themselves, it's like we are the story here a lot of times. Uh-huh. And I think people buy into it a lot of times where they feel like like it's worse than it is. And I'm gotcha. like, bro, it's not that bad, but but you know, we've seen all the phases from everyone buying out the market and the toilet paper thing to the oh you know, the germ thing to now people not wanting to wear masks. And it's just like, yeah, I, I have to give overall the community, uh, you know, a big ups. Cause I think we've all kind of here in LA and here in East LA, especially like people have held it together and, and yeah. it makes me optimistic. Like, like we yeah. got each other, you know, it may get a little hectic. We may step on each other a little, but we're, we're, we're going to help each other out and everything. You know, it's, it's been cool. It's been all right. Yeah, it's it's interesting, man. I've I've shared this with like a few of my friends that I, that I've had on the show. Um, it seems like my observation now that we're what four five months into it, um, people like yourself, people who kind of yearn for the creative all the time, right? Like they're constantly creating something, or they're constantly thinking about creative shit. They've done pretty okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they've it seems like they were a lot of them are just appreciative of having more time and like they've been doing okay. Oh, and then yeah, man. my friends who are super, super social though, they've hit a wall. You know what I mean? Like they're like, I need yeah. to see anything. I wanna I wanna do, I'll do anything. You know what I mean? Like and and right, it's been interesting right. to watch that like dichotomy of the of the two different ways that people are approaching it. Like, it seems like if you had a passion before this, it's giving you more time to tend to that passion. Is that true for you too? Do you feel like you've gone over time on like the oh, creative yeah, part? Man. Yeah. I, well, I hit my, I think I hit a little wall. I think we, naturally like in that March and April area of shutdown. Yeah. Um, I, as far as just being able to just freely create because of the routine and everything getting, thrown off you know yeah but just from like a personal standpoint to have more time with family with with uh with yourself and mm-hmm. and i i know a lot of artists even the more successful ones you know um you know you feel like you're on a hamster wheel a lot yeah you're just running yeah. and running these last few years you know and and i know we've whispered to ourselves before like man if i could just get a break if i could <laughs> just get some time yeah if i could just get these moments and and yeah. and, 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 and I think. We've gotten that. We were forced to get yeah. that. We wouldn't have given it to ourselves. We wouldn't yes. have given it to ourselves, you know? So um, I think that in itself has been a blessing to myself as as a creative to have that peace 
and to kind of re re wake up again and want to want to make new stuff and and shit. Once I got that feeling back, it was just like blam 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 because I'm able to put my stuff together and put these ideas together rather quickly or just well put together without you know having to take so much time because of just the, my own experience and yeah and the shutdown and everything else gave me enough time and and um I guess some some opportunity to actually expand instead once we closed down we 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 opened up a new spot recently a couple yeah. months ago so now it's like man we got a spot six times seven times bigger than the spot we're at before and we're damn near almost paying the same shit we were from the last That's spot awesome. and wow. so things fell in the place we're like all right now we can produce higher quality stuff at a higher rate and it's a good time because people are starved for it, you know? And, yeah, and yeah. personally, we are too. I'm, I missed putting stuff out. I hadn't really put anything out. And then now me and Muds are kind of like, all right, let's, we got these videos lined up. Let's drop them. I got some other stuff lined up. And it's like, you know, it, it feels like a good time. It's, it's a weird way to say it because I know people are going through a bad, bad times. You know, people are having a tough go at this year. I was just having this conversation with my friend because she had a good blessing and she's like, I feel bad. I got this good news in a way. Cause so many people are getting bad news. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, you know, and I gave her the man, fuck that. Enjoy your shit. Like, blah, 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 you know, the, the straight shit, but she's right. And, and there's been certain stuff that I've been blessed this year. Normally I would share it and it's a milestone, it's achievement, but I'm keeping it to myself. And I know that it's hard. Um, cause some people are having a tough go at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. but on the flip side of it too, the minute we don't celebrate our achievements, the minute that we don't, you know, smile and, and enjoy the parts of life, even though shit's fucked up, I feel like that's that moment where the other side wins. I agree. That's where shit's really fucked up. Like, like I, I know I'm optimistic. I always got this smile on my face and I've been through shit and mm -hmm. this is not, you know, happy-go-lucky. He don't know nothing. Like, no. Yeah. Fucking, I've, you know, we've experienced this pain, but it's a choice to keep on going and trying to look at the, posit the positive side and and all that. And uh, I've been trying to keep that energy now too and live by those words because there's a lot of good things going on right now too, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, shit is going, there's a lot of bad things, but we gotta, we gotta still look at the, the positive side of it. I think it's, I think it's dope, man, that um, artists like yourself are, because one of the ways I, I really look at it is like, man, there are people out there who right now are in situations that, they never dreamed they would be in are they're forced back into situations like just being at home for some people is is dangerous literally it's dangerous right for being at home right. for some people and artists like yourselves really are a lifeline man because they you feel alone you know what i mean like if viva mescal is is one of your favorite artists and say you just said i'm gonna take the pandemic off then you really feel like oh shit like it's there's no hope, yeah. right? And, and I, I think just those injections every once in a while of some new content of something new to see or some new feeling, like it helps you remind yourself, like, man, I'm still, I'm still alive. You know what I mean? At least right. I'm still alive because this dude is still dropping music and and it still makes me feel something, man. So that I mean, for I, as a fan, thank you for keep you know keeping making music um, because it's man, it's it's never been more important to me, you know. Thank you for that, man. I'm trying like it. Sometimes it gets tough. I stay creating, but you know, the world real sure. shit going on and, and it, it can drain you and make, and make you feel like as an artist, you know, like, damn, um, you know, I want to tune out. I want to yeah. tune out and yeah. just be like, well, damn, I can't take it today. You know, especially a lot of this social media, um, 
you know, the platforms we're using. Yes. You know, it's like you go on there to share your music, you go on there to sit, and you can't be on there five minutes without Ooh. seeing some shit or being involved in, in now some type of heated discussion. It's just, it's the way of the world. But sometimes as an artist, you also have to measure it and say, okay, for my own well being, you know, as much as I want to give and as much as I want to, am I good right now to go and to That's go important. And put out this song and to yeah. go and make this art? You know what I mean? And, you know, it's, I think for some artists, it's probably, that's probably harder than any. Right yeah. Now. You know to, what? To it's just to get that energy and oomph. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like the self-motivation, like that self to build it. You know, it's weird. I was talking to Noah uh, a couple days ago and we were talking about how um, the idea that, that like create creativity could fall off. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you don't take care of it, it I mean, you know that, right? Like it's, you you do i mean that's what you're talking about like there's times where you have to like force yourself into a position to try to get open you know what i mean like right. just just to be open for the for that grace or whatever it is that comes into you and then comes out of you you know what i mean like cuz right. that's what you do um it's it's hard when the world like when you don't have a lot of the world to look at you know what i mean like you're just seeing the same repeating thing over and over where very on the, true where very on the true, daily yeah. like before you'd see i mean your job was to take in the world right and so you would take in the world translate it and then make it dude i said this the other day um you like you're an artist like this too i think that i look at artists like yourself like you're like astronauts you know what i mean for people who can't go to those places, right? Like you need to go to the moon and tell us what it's like and then make us see it in our head. And if we don't have that piece, then you do feel low. You feel like, damn, like, I don't know what's going on. You know, we depend right. on artists. Dude, I've, you know, you know, what's been my obsession lately, dude, is um, studying the Renaissance. Like I really got put on to like the story of the Renaissance and how the Renaissance grew out of the plague and like how right now there's the artists that, are going to push our culture forward have not stopped creating right in fact they almost feel like a duty right now to like man i, I need to put more shit out i need to talk to people i need to make connections and right. that in the renaissance when that happened was what we got modern art from you know what i mean like we literally because right. people were willing to push the, the borders of like their limitations and the audience was more willing to listen because they felt alone so they're like man dude i said this you know, on your live, you know, on live Instagram, how it comes around the top, bro. I've yeah. never gone deeper on that ever in my life. I usually would right. just hit the the top four, you know, like those are usually your homies, your top four. Now I'm right. going 20 deep, bro. Just to see yeah. like, Hey, what's going on? Is there, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. That's no, true. It's true talk, though. Dude, and talk about without this level of, of connection we would have, how much more alone we would feel oh, man, just bro. sitting in our room right now, you know, like a yeah. hundred years ago, like fuck man you know or even further in the past like you just had to kind of be able to deal with yourself i think that's Woo. this time right now apart from other people has made yeah. you know people kind of you don't have to face a lot of that yeah yeah dude that's what well, that's one of the things that happened in the renaissance was they credit like some of the biggest artists and the people who push things forward michelangelo a lot, a lot of people like they credit them getting time to do like internal work like they started right. to ask the bigger questions because they had time to address them um instead of just selling art to live 
Like they started right. to have these ideas and then they built off that's of that. That's kind of it, how it is. It's right crazy, now, right? Real, yeah, like, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's happening. I mean, and that and the fucking artists were the first time to get stimulus and unemployment and shit Ooh, like that this time. Yep. And I know that helped a lot of hell yes. A lot of, you know, entrepreneurs and people like myself. Like, yeah. All right, bills are covered. We could just focus on this, you know? Yes. And that's with me, that's with Muds, that's with Hollow, that's with Max. I'm just like, oh shit. Like everyone got 24 hours in their day. I mean, they got other shit to do, obviously, but you know, just a lot more time to apply to what you yeah. want, you know, and it really just becomes about a, a choice after that. Like, yeah, I'm really excited. Got no other excuse. Like, I'm excited. All man. The time. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I think that that is something that is going to come out of this. Um, because I mean, dude, like the artists are the healers and I feel like I, yeah, I just, I'm like, I'm psyched to see, you know, artists like yourself be able to get that because dude, here's what happened. I mean, this is what happened and this has never happened in our lifetime, right? At least for us, maybe our parents during wars and stuff, but the world stopped, right? Like the world stopped and it's kind of waiting. Like the world is literally just waiting. Like what fuck, what do we do next? And if right. the artist can take the lead on that, that can only lead to a better world. It can only lead to a better world. You know what I mean? Like it's, those are things that, uh, that, I feel like, you know, could have never happened in any other situation, right? It's all those kind of things always. We, you, we couldn't have imagined it. One no year way. ago, you could have, you could have never even. No like, way. Even the simplest shit, like we'd be like, nah, for real, and like, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you that hamster wheel effect. All of us as artists, especially like in LA and yes. the media city, and it's like so driven by that. And and look, look, like. None of that really affects who's who's the biggest right now or the smallest art. It does not matter. It's it doesn't matter reaching, right now. Yeah. Who, who you're talking to and, and how they're connecting to you. You know, that's yeah. all people care about right now. And, and that is a pretty amazing thing for better, for worse, you know, yeah. for better, for worse. Dude, but, um, talk to me about uh, Barrio Science, like the kind of the idea behind that. Um, it's fucking that's a dope ass fucking name for it as well. Talk to me about how like that those ideas started to come and and how they came to fruition. Um, well, with that track, like specifically, yeah. um, shit, a few things kind of put me in in the the spot where I was kind of feeling like I had to make a record with all instrumentation and all the artists um, in the room with me. Yes, uh, just because creatively, I had felt like I hit like this wall or this roof, like of getting beats from producers and like, Hey bro, I got this dope beat. Cool. Let me write. It. Dope. Yeah, da, yeah. Da, da, da. And like, I, I've never truly been just like that. There's times I make the exception, but normally I'm, I'm very hands-on. I want to get the beat, mix it, add different elements to it to kind of spice it up. Yeah. Um, but, but this time I was like, all right, I really want to get the artist in the room. And so I started doing these jam sessions with the homie Calisthenics, um, from glass bottom boat. He's out in the OC and, he started coming down to the old EOTR studio and we just started jamming out. I had different artists come through different weeks and, you know, different bass players, different, um, you know, uh, string players and again, fools on the MPC and trying to add these elements, uh, to really just try to make an original sound, you know, yeah. something that just doesn't sound like anything else. And, but still has this mezcal flavor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've really got in, pretty good at sounding like myself these past years as an artist absolutely yeah and it and it feels good you know because you look for it for so long like 
especially when you're young and you're just starting out and you feel yeah. like, damn, like, kind of sound like everything. You're your big influences <laughs> and, and, and then you're trying to do this and do, and finally I feel like I hit this, this good pocket where, all right, I know, I know that sound I'm trying to bring in these elements. So being able to, to tell the artists that the other artists and the musicians that, and give them that energy and then seeing what they create, it was like, Oh fuck. You know, wow. I, I couldn't have imagined what it'll be, but I just knew like, we're going to get something out of this. We're going to get yeah. something out of this. And, and yeah, that, we we got a few tracks actually. We jammed for a good three 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 or four sessions before the pandemic hit. So it oh, wow. all like lines up to we're doing this on the weekly, and then we took like a one week break, and then the next week the pandemic shut down. Oh like, shit! It was literally the last song I got to make and record at the old DOTR studio is is Vario Science. Um, wow! And it's all one take track. Like I wrote my bars after but the hook was was written on the spot and created on the spot and the entire um composition and instruments that you're hearing yeah. it's one four minute jam session wow. it's no loop it's not one punch in not one take like it's all four musicians and we somehow just jammed this out and fucking we made this crazy ass song you know it's it's, it's a trip man and, and you did, it feels, did you um I know you like to you're you're real hands on with like the engineering and stuff. Did you engineer it and all that too? Yeah, I did all the engineering. Dude, on sounds it sounds amazing, dude. Um, oh, I love hearing you, it. Bro. I love hearing it in my headphones. You can really like, man, it sounds really really dope, dude. And, and that's amazing too. If you got that on one fucking day, like how the fuck yeah, did that happen, trip, bro? That's some ma- so that's really some magic right there. That's like recorded magic. We just we got it. We got lightning in a bottle, you know, and and yeah. for like the fifth session or. We just did a bunch of sessions, and I was, we would have two-hour jam sessions. I'd be freestyling, and da, 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 and that was just one of them. We jammed yeah. it. I was rapping, and we just went on. And then when we played it back, we were like, whoa, did you fucking hear that one? Like, let's go back to that one. You know? Oh, and shit. That's when I ended up writing the bars around it, and I didn't see any of the artists again because of the shutdown. Yeah. And then um, I had sent them the record, and they were like, "What the fuck? We when did we do this one?" You know. And it, wow. It was such a trip, man. It was yeah, the trip, video man. is beautiful too. By the way, um, if you guys are listening to this, go to platformcollection.com. It's right there on the front page. Um, dude, the video is amazing. I love what you. I love like the path you've taken on the videos as well. I feel like one of the things that you've been able to do is elevate um, visuals by simply reaching for higher visuals. You know what I mean? Like the, the visuals in the community have gone up because you're reaching for higher visuals. And I think that's always super dope when you can see the connections. Um, like I can see it in the community. I can see people going like, Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. It's time to level. It's time to level the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. um, how much, how much of the ideas in the videos do you come up with how much is that like part of like what's in your head when, when the video comes out? Um, I mean, shit, sometimes I'll do it all. Yeah. And other times, you know, I'll, I'll hit up the homie Moses. So Moses Israel has been one of the biggest blessings of my life the last <laughs> year, year and a half. Yeah. He's, he's single-handedly him and muds, you know, and I was already working with muds and then, um, Mo- uh, Moses came into the picture and now they're like, combining forces which is like getting crazy like oh fuck this is like yeah that's how audio science kind of was and as we move forward but um uh yeah once i met moses uh we did 
we did Mi Vida Nueva, we did uh, All Facts, and then we did uh, Rather Get High, where we had the mariachis and stuff. Yeah, remember that, that was video. super dope. Anyone listening, look it up on YouTube. It's called Rather Get High. We got mariachis. We hired them at Mariachi Plaza. We wore zoot suits, and we yeah. went all out, classic cars, and, and we really put on for the Chicano culture that gets borrowed a lot in hip-hop, you know? Yes. Sleep tattoos and lowriders and certain looks. Um, you know, people in hip-hop have borrowed it for years. 20 30 years and it all comes right here from where i grew up like yeah down the block is where it was created yeah. so i feel a certain sense of responsibility and you know um and uh you know pride in it a sure pride of like man i wanted to show that but yeah man moses moses has been a big blessing not only has does he helped me with these ideas like the zoot suit thing was him and um and some of these ideas are just like he comes to me with i'm like bro i, I want to throw you in a zoot suit <laughs> we gonna have you with this and and you know, he drops so many gems on me, man. He's been my uh, my video sensei. So he's taught yeah. me the language back when I met him in like early 2019. So the last year and a half plus, I've got into now take some of the knowledge he's given me and apply it with what me and Muds do. So there's stuff independently away from Moses that he's influencing just by him but from what he taught me. Me and Muds wow. just soaked up the game, you know, mm -hmm. and um and, uh, you know, in the language, how these visual guys speak, bro, we're, I'm an MC, so I use everything with words. And these dudes are directors and visual artists, so everything's right. visual, visual, visual. And bridging that gap, finally, after like a decade plus of trying to, like, say my videos. Like, this is what <laughs> I want. This is sa 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 And then I met Moses, and he gave me the language. And he's like, nah, this is what you need to get these visions. So I started coming with those building blocks now to directors and to to MUDs and even to, back to Moses. and. He's just, it's just like, it makes the process just streamline, you know? Um, and even like for Kittle's newest visual for... Uh, um, beautiful. What is it? Beautiful video, by the way. Um, Head Up in the Clouds. Uh, yep. Never Coming Down. So that one, me and her cooked up the whole entire treatment before the video was shot. I sat there and me and her did this fucking thing and I knew all the steps she had to take for it to get through based off of what Moses taught me. Gave it wow. to Kiddo. She took that blueprint. I never saw the video until it was done. Her and Muds took months to film it, like days oh, of wow. getting this shit away, right? Like it's lining stuff up. Like this shot has to be this day. Maybe wait a few weeks. This shot is going to be this day, but they stuck to the script. And it was so crazy to see right. in real life, the video play out, the final product, from my point of view, after not seeing it for six months from just paper. Oh, wow. And it wow. was literally almost fucking down to the T what me and Kittle had put on the paper for the treatment. Wow. From that's super the bonfire dope. to the girls putting on the makeup to the photo album. Yeah. To the boxing. Like it was all shit. We had, all right, we want to make you look strong. And then, you know, I was telling her like fear, you're a fierce Chicana, like strong woman empowerment. How about we have you boxing? And she's like, actually my grandpa used to teach me how to box. All right, we got to put that in. And this is just stuff Moses had taught me. Because before that, we were always just thinking of dope ideas, but not really yeah. knowing, knowing how to execute them. You know? Right, right, so right, right. Moses Israel, that motherfucker is, is amazing, man. He, look him up. He's worked with some of the biggest names in music, dude. Like from Snoop Dogg to fucking Anderson Pack to rock bands to this, yeah. this fool is just, he chose to work with me. I, he did not have to in that. I owe that guy a lot, man. That fool's, that fool's fucking dope. That's super dope, man. Yeah. And um, if you guys are, uh, it's called Off the Ground, the video. Um, and that's on Off Platform Collection. Two, you can go there, check that out. Kittle killed it on that video. Um, dude, talk about um, uh, the song with Speaks. 
Yeah, loud spaces. Man. Loud spaces. Uh, Dope t-shirts, by the way, track, too. Man. That's a fucking Speaks is for people who don't know. Speaks is an underground legend. Um, this dude has been killing it on the scene for a long time. Cross border legend, actually. He's he's lived in yeah. TJ and was killing down there too. So like um, dual citizen, dual, dual citizen. citizen. Yeah, talk about that. How how did that come together? Um, just kind of real, recognized, real. I've I've known about homie for years. Yeah, I've seen him on flyers back when I was barely getting my start. You know, the early 2010s and and shit. So. I already knew about homie, and then I seen his sway, his sway five fingers of death, and he, I don't Ooh. know, if y'all gotta look that up on YouTube. Yes, he murders Smash. it on sway, and I was just like, God damn, like you know, connected with him on that, gave him some props, and like just try to stay, stay in contact with him, and things finally aligned up for this feature, because um, he was out in LA, we we're supposed to link, didn't happen, but we kept, we you know, we kept the good rapport, and I had this track, and I just, as even as I was making it, I could hear him on it. And yeah. I was like, yep, I'm going to hit him up for this one. And, and you know, it, he had actually said, too, like, man, I want I hear a lot of people making music, like club music. It was early, like March and, and April. He's like, people are still dropping in their club music because they weren't ready for this pandemic. <laughs> and now people don't want that shit. Yeah, that's so true, dude. To drop, you know, and I'm just wow. like. Wow, I hadn't even thought about that, bro. That's so true. And he's all, that's how you <laughs> saw people still committed in April. Yeah, that still turning up. I'm just like. <laughs> They were like, no, I hear that shit, man. Like, give us some real shit. You yeah. Know? We There's nowhere to even go play that shit. We can't even play it exactly. anymore. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. So I, I wrote that track back in like April, May, like um, early, early in it. And I reached out to him and we had it, we had it set up. But honestly, with everything, when George Floyd was murdered by the mm -hmm. cops, it changed. That, that changed the trajectory of everything again. Yes. So first the pandemic and then for music, especially for Sally music and stuff. Um, that changed the trajectory again because now people people want to hear where your stance is on yeah, on yeah. these issues and and um, and their attention and rightfully so you know me personally I I was filming Vario Science music video I had just dropped the track literally George Floyd was murdered and then I I put everything on the shelf for like another two months yeah just because I was like just out of respect to give yeah. people the time and attention that they want to put towards these things and not. And not be like, look what I'm doing right now. Like, no, yeah. I think everyone needs time to pay attention to this, you know? And and so we put on a back burner for a bit. And now we recently dropped that song, Loud Spaces. And it fits a little bit more of that, if you listen to it, it now, does. Like the backstory, it yeah. fits more in that early, early pandemic feel. Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? And just smoking and just kind of tripping out on the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but man. It, yeah, it's a blessing guys, to, get, to get speaks on it, man. Honestly, that food is dope, man. And you guys fucking barred out as you guys do. Um, that was it was just a dope. Um, I think that's just a dope team up, man. Especially I, I've been a fan of his for a minute, and then when I saw that he was on the track with you, I was like, I already started imagining because I had just seen the Instagram, so I started imagining. Well, damn, what the fuck is that going to sound like? And then I fucking heard it. I was like, damn, that shit is hard. Um, yeah, he got them effortless bars, man. He got them effortless ass bars. And, and you know me, I'm just, that's kind of my rap style too. I don't yeah. really try to do too much, you know, and like, it's just clever, effortless type flow. And, and we both fit on that track. Wow. Big shout out to DJ Drastic on the production and my homie uh, Isaac from Mariachis Los Compadres. Or the trumpet. He played that trumpet live right here in my room. Oh, wow. Morning. That's not a sample. He came and played it right here. No. Oh, wow. Played the whole shit right here, man. That sure. shit is hard. I thought it was a sample. Damn, that's fucking nah, dope. I got video. I'm actually going to post it. It's, it's a cool video of him sitting right here in my in my room. And 
at the time, all my studio equipment's in here because I had to move out of the. Oh, oh wow, wow! So it's like packed in my room. It looks like a mess and shit. And I have my table with my girls' clothes, and you know, it's like living and studio. You know, it's so funny. yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta and put I that got out, dude. Share. Yeah, dude. It's a um, what is the what's the plan for? Because here's the other thing, right? Like, it, because of this, um, you're also you know like the leader of East of the river, you know, you're, you're the person who's, who's kind of at least helping manifest all this stuff for, for everybody as well. I mean, obviously they're hard workers and everybody's doing what they do, but we know you're the brain. There's, there's a lot of the brains behind the moves at least. Has it been hard to manage the team since you guys have been separated? Has it been, you know what I mean? Like, how does that, how are you approaching that now? Cause I know obviously the artists have matured since the last we've talked as well. You know, they're kind of doing their own stuff too as well, but has it been harder to manage the whole thing? Mm, well, I mean, yeah, we, everyone kind of went into their own thing respectively. You know? Yes. We yes. kept, we kept in contact, you know, just a uh, general way. Hey, how you been? Da, da, da. But it was like a couple months, dude, where, you know, I'm sure on your side too, yeah, like, yeah. everyone just didn't see anybody home and, and yeah. followed and just was just like, Hey, we're going to just try to keep the circle really small. Um, or even just family. And then slowly I started seeing hollow more, started seeing Max more catching kiddo, you know, and yeah. catching up with everyone. And, and so naturally that's kind of come back together, but yeah, man, it was tough, bro. It, it it feels like now we've gotten better at managing it, but in the beginning, no one knew really what the fuck yeah, to do. So yeah. it was like a standby and just chill and wait, you know. Yeah. And and unfortunately, that that was the best call. And even as as a leader, it's hard to tell your team that, you know. And even Hell when yeah. I close the studio, like, look, I'm closing. I don't know what's gonna happen. I can't. I'm not gonna lie to you and say I got the plan. No one knows, and if they do, they're bullshitting you. So yeah, I have yeah. to just be real. But I'm going to do what I believe is best, which is hold off, save some money, write it out. And then, you know, I was already looking for a new spot. I'll keep my eyes open. And shit, I did that for a good six months and, you know, or five months. And right around July, the new spot fell in my lap and just looking and money lined up. And, you know, those fucking the play was there and I, I pulled the trigger. And now, you know, we, we had a new spot. That's and dope. now we're seeing each other a lot more. and. I'm still giving, you know, artists different space like Philatech and Zay and Kiddo, you know, they're they're doing their own thing. They're doing their family stuff and yep. I don't know any obligations. And it's just like the others who like Max and Hollow, who naturally were always kind of my worker bees. Right. Right back naturally back at the studio, worker bees. And we're launching a t-shirt company now to do our oh, yeah. shirts. And and we invested, uh, you know, in getting everything for that. Uh, we invested in the podcast setup so we can you know, offer the service plus also host our own stuff. So Hell yeah, that's top notch microphones and stuff like that. And yeah, got the backdrops and got, so we we're like, all right, we let's take the steps where we can, when we're ready to hit the gas, we can sustain it at a high, high volume and high quality. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going to be the first one in the water. So that's why I've been like the first test run. Like, all right, here it is. And kind of learning the marketing side too, that I learned from throwing that show back in January just how to market the the, the push of, of items and of, of um, content a little better. And yeah, it's it's reap it's re better results. So it's like, oh man, it, it would be great to lead these fans right now, pump them up, give them new content, and lead them to a show. Yeah, you know that would be great. But since we can't do that, it's like just keep giving them great music and great stuff. And 
I believe the artists who can time it out right, you know, because if you had unloaded so much in March and April, it might be hard for you to be having stuff now, you know? Yeah, yeah. You might even be feeling burned out by now, you know what I mean? So, like, you artists should take a break and should know, but also have it ready because when it does start kicking back in, you can be on that cusp where the fans are ready for you, they're ready to go to your show, they're ready to, to, to buy the merch, they're ready to interact, like, you know, on a more... uh face to face mode when that yeah. has its chance to open up, you know. Yes, I feel like whoever can time that out the best will have great success. And I'm trying to. I agree. Even now, I feel like it. We're getting close. We're not quite there. It's going to probably be a tough winter, you know. Especially elections. Sure. Everyone's going to be very, very. Yeah. November's going to be There is a light at the tunnel. Yeah, but early next year, drop your shit and start planning for live shows and forgetting that. And I think, you know, we should be okay. You know, we should be all right. And some. Some way or form, by March, I can see us getting back in front of people to do some shows and stuff. So, Dope. yeah, that was we'll gonna be my that. that was gonna be my next question. I've been asking everybody like how long they think before we get some semblance of of normalcy, whatever that's gonna be. You know, moving forward, whatever it's gonna be, um, especially the show part, right? Because I mean, I don't know if there's any of us who don't enjoy that part the most out of everything that we do, right? Um, and, and yeah, I, yeah, you can, it, you it's can hard say be- like that, 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 that the show part pretty much fed everything else. Yes. Like people yeah. posted and interacted because they wanted people to go to the show or yeah. they got a good response at that show. That rapper got the love and that's what pumped them up to drop it on Thursday. And like yeah. that, that interaction and, and, um, immediate feedback, immediate yes. information. Yes. I feel like artists are really missing that, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, um, so you're you're thinking early, early next year or mid mid next year? If you had if you had yeah. to make your you know prediction, if I had to guess, I'm thinking mid mid like second yeah. quarter next year. Yeah, you should get like probably your first kind of shows starting to get popping again. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, I see people throwing shows, but you know it, it's still tough. You know, if yeah. you have to ask yourself as a consumer, would you go out? And do these things on a regular basis. Yeah, no. just it's just still no. no. Like, yeah, it's not. I'm not. I still can't risk it to come back and you know give my grandma something or, or yeah. have you know. It's like, eh, and it's, I haven't seen anything. Like, I haven't seen anything from the show. And this is no disrespect to anybody throwing shows. I just haven't seen anything yet where I'm like, oh, that's the answer. Like most of the time, I'm watching it. I'm like, ah, that could be risky. I, I know for us, um, but we've been very vocal about this. A platform collection is not going to get blamed for spreading covid at something we're just not going to do that right. like we're not right. it's not worth it we'd have to shut down bro after that you know what i mean right. making if you if we made news as like oh yeah that concert spread you know community spread fuck no we got way too much to lose to play with that so the stuff that i have been seeing um yeah man i just hope that people are are being safe there i think we owe our audience that time to kind of wait and like make sure that people are going to be safe before we can even do that you know i want to perform as much as anybody but i'm not willing to have that on my conscience of like damn somebody got sick because we weren't on top of something or yet you know what i mean like i I just don't want to do it yeah that's been my view from the start man even with the drive-in show like we were very safe and very careful and yeah and we pulled it off but it wasn't necessarily something i wanted to run right back into unless we could get way more space and way more you know, have certain bases covered. And, yeah. you know, since then I've been like, hey, it's cool. Shows will be back. We did hundreds upon thousands of shows in the last yeah. few years. And, and 
sometimes it's funny, but you know, it, it's almost like nature of the world saying like, can't you go one year? And, and us as people are like, yeah, can we even go one year? Without <laughs> can we even go a week? Holiday? Like what the fuck? One, like one season canceled one thing. Like it, it's really yeah. hard for us, bro. It's really hard for, for this whole thing we call life to keep spinning and for us to keep playing along before we turn into apes and <laughs> don't lose our mind, you know, fucking caveman and shit. Yeah, like, I feel you. So funny, man. Deli- it's a delicate, it's a delicate thing, you know? Yes, dude. Um, Man, thank you so much for doing this, bro. I uh, for for full transparency, he has a hard out, so we 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 just jumped right into the conversation. Plus, Mescal's a pro; he's been on here a bunch of times. We know how to get right into it, um, dude. Yeah, uh, what can people look forward to for the rest of the year? Is it just mostly mostly content? Right, you're going to keep hitting us with some more content. Um, what what can they look for? Um, yeah, I'm going to just keep dropping new shit. I got videos lined up. Um, and another project lined up. I don't want to say too much. It'll probably be a whole separate conversation. Cool. But I already have a new project lined up with a producer, one of my favorite producers in the scene. Nice. And I'm just so blessed to have linked up with them at the at the right time. And I think me and him got something that's just gonna it's gonna really fuck shit up, man. Hell so, yeah. Hell yeah. And I'm not gonna Excited. wait too long. We we're looking at like a December, January release. Oh wow, this year. Like um or oh, yeah. this year or early next wow. It's okay. like ninety percent done. So Oh shit. Um, and then the project I I dropped on Bandcamp, it's still rocking up there. It's called Tomorrow Paused. Yep. It's a lot of music I created in the last few months and including Vario Science and Loud Spaces and a couple other cuts that I'm gonna be dropping videos for, including a track called Mobbin and a track called Busy Body that I'm gonna drop before Halloween, the day before. And All right. it's just that's it's me and my fucking just craziest just clean <laughs> dress up acting a fool barring now it's like two and a half minutes of just bars and it's just it's a, such a fun track so Hell i can't yeah. wait for that one man and and uh that project that i dropped on Bandcamp exclusively it's still rocking there but i'm gonna drop that october 2nd on spotify it'll be everywhere because people have been asking for that but yo if you did purchase on on Bandcamp, i do appreciate it we got a, a good amount of downloads man and Bandcamp waves its fees like once a month, you know, one one Friday yes, every month. So very important. I took that from the homie speaks actually, where he he was doing that and killing it. So I said, you know what, I'm I'm gonna try it out, and it went really good. So um, that that project's been rocking up there, but now I'm gonna give it to him on Spotify, so it's just right right at the fingertips and and all that. So yeah, man, October second for that, and a bunch of new stuff in in December and and going into next year, man. Dope, man. Guys, and if you're listening to this on um, anywhere podcasts are found, go to platformcollection.com. We'll put those links right under the under the video for this podcast so you can just easily click it. Um, dude, thank you so much, man. Follow Viva Mescal at everything, right? Yep. Pretty Viva much. Viva Mescal, everything. VivaMescal.com. Yep. On Twitter, on Instagram, on all that. So. That's what's up, man. Um, yeah. I want I want to get you through to – I know you you guys just did the Tumex uh, radio show takeover um, and I want to get you through to his podcast as well, man. So we'll talk soon on that because yep. uh, I think that would just be fucking dope as fuck to hear you guys That'd talk. Awesome. <laughs> All right, dude. We'll talk soon, man. Um, thank you again, right, dude. Chris. Guys, follow everything thank he's you, doing. Word up. Yeah, that's my boy Viva Mescal, man. What can I say, dude? One of the good ones. Um, he's out there killing it. Uh, keep following everything they do. East of the River, uh, Viva Mescal. Everything, man. Um it's it's going to be dope for the rest of the year. You already see what they're doing, man. This, the quality is is very high. They are people who definitely push the scene. Um, that's what I, I really, really appreciate about East of the River is that they're constantly pushing the scene. 
um, encouraging higher quality work and more consistency. So, um, and then plus Viva Mescal is just good. They're just good people. You know what I mean? They're good people have an amazing reputation in the scene as far as just being good people. So, um, support that. That's what we need, right? We need people to support people like that so that we can make more people like that. Platformcollection.com guys. Um, man, it's been a crazy week, dude. Um, Eddie's got me booked for tons of stuff. Um, it's as far as podcast interviews, man, we got, let me tell you this. We have some cool guests, man. There is a guest that's coming on. You guys know I'm a UFO guy, right? I fucking love the topic. Uh, we've talked about it a lot. Um, and I'm super excited that we booked a gentleman who's going to be able to talk very in depth on the topic. Um, that's coming up very soon. So stay tuned on that. We got a bunch of dope artists coming up. My homie Kali's coming up soon. Um, with his new project, by the way, check that project drops. Uh, it's already dropped, but if you're listening to this, it's already dropped. Go to platformcollection.com. Uh, his SD state of mind merch as well. Woo, fire. Support the artist, man. Um, Viva Mescal selling shirts too, by the way, for, for his latest, uh, latest song with speaks. Um, go, go buy that too. Buy everybody's merch, man. I've decided uh, this month that I'm going to go um, find all the dope gear. I, w- I want to get a piece from like all my friends. So I'm going I'm to just get a, I'm just, I'm throwing away all my t-shirts and just buying brand new ones from, and I, and I only want to wear my friends shirts. So that's going to be my, uh, that's my new year's resolution by January. Uh, by the end of January, I'm going to have a full wardrobe of nothing but my friends gear. Cause why not? Why the fuck not? Right. That's what we should be doing. We should be supporting each other like that. I'd rather buy um, clothes from people that I know than someone I don't know. You know, at least I know where it's coming from. At least I know how it's getting made. I know the heart that's behind it. So try that. That's a, it's a good it's a good thing to shoot for, right? Shoot for that. Um, support your friends. Give them the flowers while they're still here. Uh, so let's see, follow, um, bars weekly, follow, uh, hip hop wins, follow B side show, follow OG Husky radio. Um, all the homies doing things, follow brick to your face. Uh, that's the homies for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Follow all those people. We'll see you guys next time, man. Um, again, if you're listening to this, uh, Make sure you rate, subscribe. If you're watching it, share, like, subscribe. Man, that shit helps so much. It just helps a lot. If you guys like listening to this show, then just do that. There isn't really a reason not to. It's only going to give you more shows. But like I said, Eddie has us booked till like November, December with tons of interviews. So we're going to be hitting you hard over the next few months. So we'll see you guys next time. Um, thank you for tuning in. Take care of yourselves and cover your fucking mouth. I knew the finish line. I ain't touch it. Perfection to a perfectionist who knows he isn't perfect. Blessings, I earned them. I tell them all the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She said she got the hands. I still ain't.